Making waves. 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 This is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Bobby, here we are, the next Making Waves VO Podcast. And it's presented by FullCompass.com. They know VO. And we have a great guest today, documentary and promo voice actor Dan Nocktrop. And Bobby, you you and Dan, you, you go way back, don't you? We do. And I didn't even realize it. He was a student of mine at the, I think it was called back then called the Ohio Center for Broadcasting. Oh, wow. Long, long time ago. And he, he told me maybe like 10 years after that, he goes, I met him at an event and he just was like, did you know you're my teacher? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Dan was hot for teacher. Maybe we'll have to ask him that. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, that's great. But Dan Nocktrab is coming up on the Making Ways VO podcast. It's going to be so much fun. He's uh, one of the voices you hear all the time on National Geographic, uh, both narrating and doing promos. So we're excited to have him on. Bobby, what have you been up to lately? Uh, been doing some promo work, been doing any narration, political? I, d- I did do a lot of political. Um, not More than I thought, because I thought it's in off year. Mm-hmm. Um, but surprisingly, from my... Um, uh, the conference you did? No, no, no. no. <laughs> because the guys who get you the work. <laughs> some the, work. the pack people? <laughs> yes, the pack people. <laughs> they they send a lot in. So um, I, it's like this this year. I can't wait for 2024. Yeah, because 2024 should be a crazy election year and should mean a lot of work for everybody that does political stuff. And that's I'm trying to get some of that pie, Bobby. You, you've you got a lot of that pie. I'm trying to get and some of it. And you can do it. I can totally hear you doing You've got your demo, right? Yes, I do. Okay. I just need to market it, right? <laughs> Is that part of it, marketing in this business? a little bit. Isn't that funny how we talk about this? And, you know, it goes back to I get asked all the time, and I know you do too. Uh, how do you get into VO? I've got uh, another call. I've got to set up a, co- a call with somebody to that's exploring it. He's a kid. He's like 20 years old and wants to get into doing this. But I'm happy to talk to him, especially because he is a, a client of mine's son. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. So, so they reached through. out a while back out. They reached out and like, hey, my son is wanting to do this. Do you have any work for him? I'm like, I don't have any work, but I will, you know, talk to him about getting into the business. Oh, look at there. It's Dan. Dan Nottrob is, is about to enter the room. We are going. Should we admit him? Yeah, let's settle it. Okay. It's kind of a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a documentary narrator, promo voice, and all-around good guy in the voiceover business, the multi-talented Dan Nocktrob. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Dan, so good to see you. Thanks for being on the Making Waves VO podcast. Now, you, like Bobby and I, were in radio. Is that correct? Yeah. I. Uh, this story actually goes back to Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, I, and we want to hear that. So tell us how you transition from radio to voiceover, because I kind of know, but I want I want to hear your side of it, please. It's it's truly the origin story. Uh, I, I love it. I was doing the morning announcements uh, for high school bands playing in dances, and um, I was doing an impersonation of a you know a cheesy pukey DJ or whatever, in the. Uh, the secretary turns to me and she goes, you sound just like Shadow Stevens. You should be on the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. And Shadow Stevens. 
Yeah. And so that ended up uh, me uh, applying and getting in to one of the local uh, broadcasting schools. And lo and behold, one of the teachers is... What? Was it called yeah. Ohio Center for Broadcasting or was it Connecticut School Broadcasting? It, w- it was the Connecticut, Connecticut School way back yeah, when. Yeah. yeah. So this is 89. So, and then uh, that gave me enough info to get into trouble. And <laughs> I got hired on part time at WTUE in uh, Dayton, Ohio. So we were a top 50 market and, uh, and it went from there. So, that... what year were you at TUE? I was, uh, uh, I went. I was part time till ninety three. Went full time in ninety three. Did evenings until ninety nine, okay. and then I popped over to the sister station WMMX Mix one hundred seven seven mm-hmm. for a year, um, and then went to uh, an even longer story. Ended up in Oregon uh, for about five months, and then came back to Dayton. Started working at Cox Broadcasting there, doing talk radio and WHIO. And then worked my way up uh, to programming, K99, and uh, The Point, and the Classic Rock Station, and all that kind of stuff, and then left all of that in 2005. Wow. I worked at TUE for a year, I think. I kind of Oh, it's a great radio station back then. It was. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. The heyday, 80s and 90s. Yeah. It 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 was an amazing radio station at that time. And I was so happy to be a part of it. And I'm still friends with everybody who was there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I could go on and on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going off, off to the side here. It's okay, though. So, so, Dan, when you first started learning about, you know, anything related to using your voice, that was uh, doing the announcements at school and then getting into the, uh, the broadcasting school with Bobby? Yeah, that was that was basically it. And... Um, it, the seeds of voiceover started at that little broadcasting school. They had one of those one-night teacher events where somebody came in to spotlight an, a side career that could be possible. And uh, this guy who was supposed to be a, a local legend in the Ohio voiceover world and um, heard me do a couple of reads and, and pulled me aside. He goes, kid, let me tell you something. And... <laughs> So he invited me and another student along uh, back to his place with uh, his wife and everything. And we all sat and talked voiceover for the night, had a beer. And uh, but so I kept that in the back of my head. And Who then was when that? radio. Oh, God, I have no idea. OK, no idea. Uh, he, he may no longer be with us. That's <laughs> yeah. So he was definitely in his 60s back then. Oh, okay. so, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And so it, it all germinated there. And then when I got into radio, I found the love of production mm. uh, is where I truly wanted to be. I wanted to be in the multi-track recording studios and producing, imaging, all of that stuff. And, um, and that's where I found my groove. Hang around. We'll be back shortly. Well, hello there. I'm AJ McKay, voice actor, demo producer, and audio engineer. And you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with my good friends, love these guys to death, Kevin Kilcarney and Bobby Mayswell. What, what's that? Ke- Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. <laughs> eh, whatever. Bobby, you know, FullCompass.com is featuring a legendary microphone that has been improved. It is the Shure SM7DB. Now, it takes the legendary performance of the SM7B mic and improves it. How, you ask? By adding a built-in active preamp that removes the need for any additional hardware to make the most of the mic's capabilities. 
It also provides a flat, wide-range frequency response for clean, natural reproduction of music and speech. And it is so warm. This mic delivers warm, smooth audio for vocal and studio applications. It also has this convenient preamp bypass switch that allows the user to revert to their original SM7B performance. Pop, 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 pop. We hate the pops, Bobby. Ugh. It has a built-in pop filter that eliminates the need for add-on protection against breath sounds. And if that wasn't enough, it also features the internal air suspension shock isolation, and that eliminates that mechanical noise transmission you can get sometimes. You can check it out right now at fullcompass.com. And Bobby, also, would you indulge me a second? Would you log on to fullcompass.com? Okay. Now... Let's go. You see uh, towards the top and just a little bit uh, towards the left, it says deals. Let's click that deals tab together. Ooh, deals. Now we're going to get specific, Bobby. Let's look at search deals. Let's go to search deals and enter the word microphone. Gotcha. Let's search microphones. And there's going to be a ton of accessories right there that you can get. But if you scroll in, I did the search. Um, you can filter it. And so I went low to high on the prices uh, a few pages in you will see a legendary microphone on sale the AKG C214 on sale for 50% off whoa it's normally a $600 microphone this is an amazing microphone it's on sale right now for $299 at fullcompass.com and if you don't know much about microphones, I don't, Kev does, but you're not sure a good mic for you, that's why they have these technicians that know about not only microphones, but any kind of audio equipment, and it's their support team. Call them at 800-356-5844, or just go to fullcompass.com for all the info. They know VO. And now back to Making Waves. We're talking with uh, documentary voice, promo voice, Dan Nachtraub. And Dan, if you're cool with it, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to get you to do a cold read challenge. Um, before we get to that, I would love to play a little something. Another feature we do here on the Making Ways Video podcast is something called Identify the Audio. And I'm going to play something, Dan, and okay. I am going to see if you can, in fact, identify the audio. Okay? Is it mine? Well, <laughs> you're going to find out in just seconds, okay? All right. All new Lego brand Toy Story sets. The evil Emperor Zerg has stolen Buzz Lightyear's spaceship. Time for Buzz and Woody to go into action. Did you get that? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so was that still in high school? No, no, I no. know it wasn't. You sound really no. young. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the blessings of being a baritone. You can go up and down. And uh, <laughs> tell yeah, tell us what that piece that. was. That was Lego Toy Story. Um, it, it was probably one of my first big national commercials, I think, and um, uh, it exploded on YouTube because of um, Lego. Yeah, it wasn't me, but uh, yeah, the things that that video you pulled that from is. I think a million and a half, two million views now, something like that, maybe more. So, very cool. Now, tell us about um, the world of documentary. Um, we and congratulations on your new or your series getting picked up for a second season. By the way, you want to tell us about that Thank a you. little bit? Uh, it was contraband seized by the border. Uh, landed that um, back in April. Recorded the first season in May, and then um, we the show became a sleeper hit over the summer and so much so that they've blown up their entire monday night lineup and it's now all contraband seized at the border 
starting at like five o'clock till midnight, almost uh, at least three to four hours every uh, every Monday night. But it was such a fun show because of um, when the producers got on with me to direct the first session, they weren't really sure how they were going to present me um, in in the tone that we were going to use. So I literally recorded the first episode three different ways. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. And we decided on this. He's like a, a gritty insider in that world. Um and but he just hangs in the background. So he just he, he he performs the part of narrator of just being the invisible guy that leads the story along. But he sounds like somebody who's worked in the world. Um, okay. So he isn't just laying out the information in a factual manner. He's he's you know part of it, uh, and and it's kind of resonated every time the show airs and stuff. I get hits from around the country of people going, "Who is this guy?" And I'm probably gonna have to create a fake website. You know, pretending I'm part of the CIA or something. Who knows? So, well, well, they give you a credit, though, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's okay. how they find me, and um, uh, and then they just look me up and they go, "Oh, he's just a voice actor. But, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a real agent, or he's you not know, a real a, guy, a, either. contraband yeah, so. agent." So, so what is like? You, you're well uh, versed in the series, and you know it, I'm sure, quite a bit. Like, what's some of the craziest stuff you've seen seized? Oh my gosh. I don't. I can. I. I don't know if I can tell this story. <laughs> yeah, you. You don't have. But it's to. a funny story. Uh, my cousin wrote me. He goes, "Hey Dan, I'm just doing some office work at home here, listening to your new TV show." And you know, he just texted me that. Ten minutes later, I get a text. My daughter just walked in, as you said, and she hid the meth in her vagina. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what making waves is all about, right there. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my goodness! Now yeah. let, let, let's go back to Ohio. We were talking about beer and everything. And, and Bobby, you you know the brewery that he's talking Ryan about. Geist. Dan's- I was just at Rheingeist like a month ago for a. Hey. Um, it was a marketing meetup for the Bengals, the Reds, um, uh, Cyclones, and the uh, the soccer team and they were just kind of it was all the marketing directors and i had never been to that rheingeist and was pretty 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 impressed by it yeah the downtown location is amazing you want to tell us about your involvement with rheingeist well yeah it um so basically my brother and i got into craft beer uh when we were young we started to get along in our 20s (laughs) and and found that craft beer was a way to do that and so we would always uh, try to find the new latest and greatest and share it with each other and it was it was a wonderful conversation between the two of us and we bonded over it and then he got into commercial real estate so look up chris noctrob if you're in the uh, cincinnati area for all your uh, commercial real estate needs (laughs) plug and And these two guys came in, and they were looking to open a brand new brewery uh, back in uh, 2013, 2012, 2013, that area. And Chris knew the exact building to go to. It was the old Christian Moorline brewing house in downtown Cincinnati over in, over the Rhine. And it's such an amazing building. It was built in the early, late 1800s, early 1900s, back when there was no electricity. So it's this giant warehouse where the entire roof is skylights. Uh, and so this opens the opportunity for kind of daytime fun to have 
and not only just brewing facility, but they open it up with giant picnic tables and cornhole and ping pong and, and taps all around the place and event halls and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's an amazing building and they knew it at first sight. And that's, uh, so Chris got in on the real estate deal on that and they go, they find out he was a beer guy and they go, um, do you want in? And he goes, let me call my brother. <laughs> and that's how we got in. And, and so, uh, uh, so we, we became shareholders. We're, we're minority stakeholders. I have no say in the business whatsoever. Um, you know, that's pretty much to smarter brains. I just stay out of it and enjoy the benefits and, um, uh, and get to promote. They, they're now the, I think it's the 23rd largest American brewing company now. Yeah, their product's uh, really, so. really good, Kevin. Got to try. Yeah, it's and a what's solid cool product. about that is that you hit that that over the Rhine area at the perfect time. It's all gentrified now, and FC yeah. Cincinnati is what a couple blocks over. So, what what great timing yeah. and location on your part? Yeah, the people that do run Rhine guys know what they're doing, and their marketing side is is right on target. And they uh, they became part of the community, and that was one of the great things about the hall is that it's big enough to host large events. And so when they, you know, make it part of the community, right there on the Max line too, um, you know, do they call it the Max in Cincinnati, the uh, the train? Oh, I don't remember that. Sorry. No, anyway. <laughs> they call it here. They call it that here in Portland. Oh. So. <laughs> so anyway, drops you right off at the front doorstep on your way to the stadium. So. Any uh, voiceover opportunities coming from uh, the beer company? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <little> angry there. <laughs> it's no. It's, it's funny as you say that. Just a couple of weeks ago, I don't even think they know what I did for a living. Um, and uh, I was talking to the CEO in an email exchange, and I just offered up my services. So. Oh, very cool. This is Heather Bell, voice actor, and I can tell you, you've made an awesome choice listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. So I was looking at, at some of your um, things you've done on your website. I mean, you you would do things from Animal Planet, NBC, Investigation Discovery. What's your, what's your favorite genre of narration? I mean, that's kind of all over the place there. The narration is uh, what my coach Dave Walsh called my uh, poetry, and it was where I just found my balance and and the ability to storytell. If you don't, if you haven't picked up a lot, I like to tell stories. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, my friends just say I talk a lot, and God forbid if I get three beers in me. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, but. Narration, yeah. Uh, when I discovered narration, it was right around 2010, 2011, when I first started working with Dave uh, as a coach, and um, uh, I fell in love with it. Um, I had the, the big influences at the time, Leif Schreiber and Peter Coyote, uh, Eric Thompson was a big influence, uh, Eric Myers, guys like that. Um, and the in the ability to go in and tell the whole story rather than just, you know, I was focusing on the time and promo and trailer. Um, you know, th those are just like headlines in narration. Uh, whereas uh, with this, you, you get the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and, and I just, I just fell in love with the format of it and then being able to break it down into several different sub genres, uh, and have the ability to, uh, easily fall into those, 
uh, different styles of uh, documentary narration um, uh, was just, it's a delight. I still study at it. I still watch and listen to everybody I can to see if I can uh, get better, pick up a new style, um, and uh, and go from there. The uh, It's funny, it's like uh, Contraband was inspired by a guy and uh, he did a series on National Geographic uh, around 2009, somewhere in there. But it was a prison show. And, um, and he was so subtle and in the background. And it was such a tiny, tiny little voice. And it was so unintrusive. And it was so fresh sounding to me that I just I pocketed that. And then when the audition came up for Contraband, I was like, that's that kind of show. And that's how I did the audition, and that's how I landed it. So, uh, so if anybody's looking to get into documentary narration, obviously, studying uh, what all the current and past formats of narration is is important because you learn those, you pocket those, and when you see something that, uh, just like I said, you know, fits that mold, that's where you want to, that's where you want to hit your auditions. So, but obviously, in your voice and not theirs. Yeah. <laughs> was it Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth? Uh, could be, yeah. Um, I'll have to look that up. But it seems like I recall, like, because I'm, I'm a big fan of narration. And, like, whenever I hear somebody that I don't know who it is, I look them up. And it seemed that stands out because I remember going, well, this guy's a musician. And it was like, at first it irked me because, you know, it's yeah. like, you know. Hey, stay in your lane buddy yeah, you know, know. yeah I know. exactly like, yeah son of a you know mm -hmm. but it was like it was perfect and i'm pretty sure it's what you're talking about wow um hang on a, yeah hang on a second that's gonna drive me nuts there's sin more sonic that is him yep hard time uh on nat geo let's uh let's check it out really quick but when it comes to the programs many are voluntary participation comes down to a choice Choices at the heart of how you do your time. Hang around. We'll be back shortly. Hey there, it's J. Michael Collins, and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Now back to my lobster. As a voice actor, you want to focus on what's important, right? Like pulling off the perfect read. You don't want to stress about tech stuff. That's why Full Compass is in your corner. With 50 years experience in pro audio, Full Compass has everything we voice actors need. Mics, headphones, monitors, mixers, interfaces, DAWs, all the goodies. And their certified product experts help with everything they sell. Plus, you can get free same-day shipping, flexible financing, oh, and a low price guarantee. See it all at fullcompass.com. Fullcompass.com. They know VO. Now back to the podcast. Dan, if you don't mind, for those that have, you know, I've dipped my toe in the documentary world, but for those that don't know, I'm, I'm sure they would love to hear what that slice of life is like. Can you tell us what a, a typical, you know, for Nat Geo, Animal Planner, whatever, whoever it might be, what a typical session may be like? You get the script. Um, when do you get that? A few days ahead of time, the day of? Tell us through, uh, talk us through that if you would. Most times you get the script and possibly a screener the day before. So you you get the whole script. You and and I just switched to digital, 
So, uh, but I used to be all paper. And so I would go through the script and mark it up. And, um, and now I have enough I have skill set and confidence in myself that I really don't need to mark it up anymore. But, uh, but I would go through that process to make sure that I knew how everything flowed uh, before I got into session. And then I would, um, uh, we would get into session and I would try to make things as efficient as possible for the directors. So most times we already know the tone that we're doing, we're doing the show with because we've either previously worked together or we've seen the screener, that kind of thing. And, and it's all laid out ahead of time. Uh, so you just get in and you just start working. You have a few laughs along the way. Uh, there's always one or two, uh, sentences in there that are very difficult to say, and you will flub that again and again, mm. snowball, go out of control, reset with a joke and then begin again and, and get through it. But, but that's pretty much the session. Um, an hour long show, which is about 43 minutes of video, uh, usually takes me about an hour, uh, to complete now. Uh, when I first started, it was about a two and a half hour session to get all of that done. Um, uh, so, you know, making their life easy is goal number one. Yeah. So knowing how to do your job, how to, pre and, and knowing how to make each session flow in context to the show is probably the most important part. Um, now that's how it normally runs. Uh, sometimes I do get the script five minutes before the show. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's when you utilize the time in between uh, to your best advantage by reading ahead when you have uh, a break. So they're either listening to something back, putting it in the picture, and you're taking advantage of those moments and reading the next page quickly. Uh, and then marking it up if you're if you're on paper, um, so that uh, it you know it'll flow easier uh, rather than just cold reading everything. Well, speaking of cold reads, we're going to give you. Um, we're going to let Bobby ask one more question, but then after that, Dan, if you're cool, we're going to send you a cold read challenge, and I will uh, set you up on that and, and tell you exactly what we need from you. I was wondering, you had mentioned earlier that. Uh, the benefit of having being a baritone. Do you still do younger male voices? Yeah, yeah. Like what, I'm, what's I'm some the, stuff you've worked on? I've been the voice of Discovery Family for since its birth for nine years now. So next on Discovery Family, it's an all new adventure. Wow. So, yeah. I'd say eighteen years old. Yeah. That's so pretty it's cool. Just... <laughs> Every day's different. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's right. what makes our world so great. Mm -hmm. um, Dan, so the Cold Read Challenge, um, did you get a chance to listen to a couple of samples that I sent you a couple of weeks ago? Yes, I did. Uh, okay, so you probably get the vibe. I just sent over an email to you. And the way this works is if you could pull up the script and then just read, you know, everything at the top, including the direction and dive in, that's kind of how it typically goes. So um, it, we sent you a narration piece, and we would love for you be, to be able to do it for us. And uh, just whenever you're comfortable and ready, do your thing. Cold Read Challenge. Dan Nachtraub, Cold Read Challenge, documentary narration. Direction, mysterious, dark, suspenseful. And now we will take a quick drink, and we will begin. 
Dog goes woof. Cat goes meow. Bird goes tweet. And mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo. Frog goes croak. And the elephant goes toot. Ducks say quack. And fish go blub. And the seal goes oh, oh, oh. Now there's one sound that no one knows. What does the fox say? <laughs> ring ding ding, diggery ding ding ding. Gring ding 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 ding, digger digger ding ding. Gring ding ding ding. Ding ding diggery ding. What the fox say? <laughs> Very good, man. <laughs> that was perfect. Do you remember that song? Yes. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh my gosh, um, it was it was challenging. Um, it was mysterious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that was perfect. That was so good. We don't even have to do option B, right? Uh, unless you wanted to, just for fun. But uh, that was perfect, oh, man. I like. I I think you should try B. I think it's hilarious. All right, why not? Okay, here we go. Oh, I recognize this already. Here we go. <laughs> no looking ahead. <laughs> Dream if you can, a courtyard, an ocean of violets in bloom. Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between me and you. How can you just leave me standing, alone in a world that's so cold? Maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father, too bold. Maybe you're just like my mother. She's never satisfied. Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> Perfect, man. You know, it reminded me of uh, the Moody Blues. At the end, he'd go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gathering gloom. <laughs> oh, man. Dan, thanks for doing that. Thanks for playing along, man. Those, those are just perfect. Um, we've got options. <laughs> Yay! But uh, uh, Dan, before we wrap up here, if you could, for those that are, you know, because a lot of our listeners are those that are just getting into voiceover and, and they want to hear what it's like, um, you know, for people that are successful, what, what they went through. And can you think of a tip or two or anything along the way that has resounded with you about perfecting your craft and uh, any way to expedite the process? Probably not. But what are your thoughts? My career is based off of one comment that I heard Tony Robbins say in a speech back around 2002, and that was uh, a speech on modeling. And to become successful, the fastest route is to just simply copy yourself or model yourself after someone who is already successful. So when I began coaching in 2006, taking lessons, uh, I looked to the people's careers that I wanted to mimic and found out who they studied with and then began that journey that way and it expedited it uh, pretty fast. Uh, within five years I was doing national promo, trailer, things like that. So um, that's how I did that. Um, I, I didn't, I was 
traveling to New York and LA to do live workshops. At the time, I was living in Dayton, Ohio. So, I mean, there was, it was not the hub of voiceover whatsoever. And so I would fly to New York and LA for weekend workshops three, four, five times a year. I invested in it. I easily put in a college education's worth of education into it. Um, and, um, uh, and it, it had paid off. So, um, yeah, that's how to do it. Study with the greats. I'm, I'm curious. You said you coached with Dave Walsh a lot. Did he ever make you cry with his true tell method? <laughs> He's a good friend of, of, our, of Kevin and Oh, yeah. Dave has come close to making me cry in the past. So, like, Dave, so, knock it off. I'm getting as truthful it, as I can. It's funny you say that because uh, last February, I was going through this uh, questioning thing of sticking with trailer. Uh, and, um, it, and I hadn't been booking a lot. I'm on kind of the C team in the trailer world. And so we went in for a tune-up. And uh, he went in and, and he basically said, you're not emotionally connected. You're giving me the sound of a trailer, but you're not emotionally invested. And so then he had me go deep inside and, and uh, find out what was troubling me at the moment and making myself vulnerable. And then he, and then I read and it, it sounded great. It was amazing. And then the very next audition I got, I landed because I did that and I did the, uh, radio campaign for the new Matt Damon, Ben Affleck movie, Air. Wow. Uh, so it worked. So <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and the, yeah. And so, yeah, I cried right there. And he had me do a trailer <laughs> crying. When you saw so, that you booked the gig, right? Yeah. Dave's I, legend you know, lives on. Yeah. yeah. He, that's the secret to voiceover is just being vulnerable, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and open. It's so. funny because, in, in you know, I've trained a lot with Dave this past year, and one of the things he said to me is, Kevin, why are you so afraid to be vulnerable? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's it's a sticking point with me, though, and, and we're still trying to work through it. So, Yeah. I mean, if you want to go deep, we can go deep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is good stuff, though, Dan. <laughs> man, thanks so much for your time. Uh, just been a pleasure talking to you. And Bobby, did you have anything else? No, no. I've, you can really tell he's a storyteller. Just this whole thing, like you said, everything is a story, and we can see why you, you've done so well in this field. Oh well, thank you. So, and you started it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good times. Well, Dan, thanks so much for your time, and uh, we're going to let you go. And uh, till next time, we'll talk to you again. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care. I just, I'm so glad to have talked to him, Bobby. Uh, what a cool guy. We've never spoken before. We've exchanged messages on Facebook before, and we've uh, exchanged emails and such. But he just seems like such a cool, nice guy. And he's so humble. That's what I love about him. I mean, he's a superstar in, in this biz, and he doesn't act like it. <laughs> we've got a great episode coming up next, Bobby. I can't believe we're approaching the end of the year. I mean, it's crazy, but... A year ago, we did our 2023 um, goals, so I think we should do it again and see how far we've come and what we plan for the future. Yeah, and if we discuss on that episode, Bobby, uh, what we accomplished in 2023, I might get an incomplete I from my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know about you, but... me too. I think okay. this, 
I think the last quarter of 2023 has been pretty bleak for me, so I'm right there with you, Gav. Well, I know you've been busy like crazy. I've been busy like crazy, but we're staying busy with work. Uh, and even if we didn't accomplish our goals, we set them, and we're going to set some new ones and see if we can accomplish those. All right. We'll be talking about that on the next episode. Of the Making Ways VO podcast presented by FullCompass.com. They know VO. We will see you on the next one, Bobby. See ya. The Making Waves VO Podcast is produced by K2 Media Productions with hosts Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Sound design and editing by Jason Traver. Production assistance by Lacey Deleen. Publicity and social media by Shannon Scott and Silas Phillips. Be sure to subscribe to the Making Waves VO Podcast on your favorite platform. For all episodes, merchandise, gear, and more, visit makingwavesvo.com. Until next time, I'm AJ McKay. Keep making waves.